Hi, everybody. This is Marnie with the Golden Thread Podcast. I'm so excited to have you all listening in today as I welcome in a really beautiful person who I've been watching grow and flourish over the last couple of years. Her name is Christine Christine Boucher. Is that right? Yes. Right. right. Yes. <laughs> and um, she's she's going to be joining us, and we're going to be talking about um, the author's journey. But she's a writer and a yoga instructor and a mom of three. She lives in oh, animal lover too. She lives in New Hampshire, and uh, she's a fictional author of a young adult series called Mount Shasta: A Journey to Talos. She's the first. She first started writing, created um, fantasy worlds, and as a small child at her desk in Indiana, and then as a queen in New Hampshire, she was continuing her writing passion. Um, but sticking to the practical side of the world, she went into business and got her master's in accounting, and for many years, secretly continued to write, read, and research with her beloved dog and cat by her side. She's a lover of yoga, water skiing, the beach, great meals, and watching her kids grow into who they want to become. And she's a published author of Express Yourself, Joyful Journaling for Kids. Um, and I do believe you just celebrated a big anniversary as well. Yeah, 25 years of marriage. <laughs> <laughs> great. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> It's well, a big welcome. one. Yeah, welcome, welcome to the program. Thank you. I'm so excited. I, wanted, I know, I'm so excited. We've been, we were chatting a little bit before, and we met, we just, I want to preface a little bit. We met through um, the Aquarian Women's Leadership Group with um, Rama Institute with Buddha Jagat. So we have a Kundalini love and connection, and then from there, we just continued on supporting each other and I've just been watching her like really stay true to her craft and really want to dive deep into her writing and her style of writing and sharing that journey with with all of us um, through social media over the years of you know what it takes like to have the dedication and the consistency and the wherewithal and the tenacity uh, to get something published and so we were going to bring her onto the program today to talk about her journey of being an author and what inspires her and maybe some tips and ways to support other up and coming authors and what it is to be a woman author as well right now in this day and age. Um, so I'm so excited to just start because as you know, like I have so many books within me and I can like, <laughs> like, like a little like person, like I'm always watching like, Oh my God, what is she doing now? She's, ah, she published already. Right. <laughs> Well, I truly do believe that if you want to write a book, that you should. I feel like there's nobody that can say your message like you or whoever it is. Like your voice is unique. So I always tell people that ask me questions about writing that if even if they want to write a book about dragons or vampires or those popular subjects and they're like, oh, it's already been written. What am I going to add to it? There's nobody that can write the the story that you want to tell. So I truly, truly, truly believe that. So I feel like if you want to write a book and you have a topic in mind that you should do it, you should. Mm, that's yeah. great advice. And I, yeah. I wholeheartedly agree with you. And where I know that you started writing, you know, as I think, 
you said like as a tween, but really like since adolescent time, you've been a writer. Um, But when was it really something that you're like, I'm definitely going to, something's going to inspire me or something did inspire me or what was your story of when you're like, okay, it's time. Right. So, well, I I will tell you one funny story about being a woman in the writing world is I went to college and I didn't know what I wanted to do. I had a pretty um, insecure childhood, so I didn't even know if I had a brain. Do you know what I mean? So I went to college and I met this professor and it was creative writing. And he was like, Christine, you've got a talent here. You've got something. And I started writing. I really loved it. And I really didn't feel like I could write, but I was like, I followed the journey and he was like, I want you to join my older group. Um, I think you really have talent. And my dad was like, "Um, yeah, right. You're a good writer. He's probably hitting on you. Uh, You know what I mean? Like he thinks you're pretty and basically wants to get in your pants. So Yeah. So then I went to a different school and I met a different professor and he had the same feedback. And both my father and my boyfriend at the time, like everybody just was like, they're just trying to get in like, they just (laughs) want to connect with you as a woman. They don't really think you're a good writer. You're never going to make any money. So, and I really wanted to follow this as my path in my education. So that's when I, so I just kind of gave up and became a business major and I got my master's in accounting and didn't, it wasn't my thing. I did not like it. And, um, but I became a mother after that and I stayed at home and in 2012, I, and I always had something going in my mind. Like, I want to be a writer. I want to be a writer. I know this is what I'm supposed to do, but I didn't know what I was supposed to write about. Right. And I, um, I was a yoga instructor, but I was still very conservative in my brain. Like, you know, practical, we had a family, we're trying to be conservative. And I went to a yoga um, event and there was a woman there selling Tibetan singing bowls and mm-hmm. crystals. And I was like, those are pretty. And they were expensive. Like the, the crystals were kind of expensive. And I was like, what is this? You know, and I'm there mm-hmm. for like a Christmas, like I'm actually there for like Christmas shopping to like get little things for the kids. Right. And I keep going and I say to the lady, you know, I'm looking at them and she's like, oh, the crystals will pick you. Like that kind of thing. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, you know, my logical mind was like, all right. And so Mm -hmm. I walked away, but I kept coming back and I bought a set of Andara crystals. I know you can't see this because this is a podcast, but you can see them. They're just, um, just some, I've seen those. Yeah. The chakra, it's a chakra set. And I think I spent $150 or $200 and I walked out of there like, what did I just do? I'm (laughs) like, why did I blow this money on this, these things? And the woman was like, sleep with them under your pillow, which is like really weird for me. And like, um, you know, like have them with you at all times and, you know, gaze at them. So I was like, okay, I'm going to try this experiment, right? I'm going to do this, right? So the next day I was gazing at them and I literally got the download for Mm -hmm. a chakra, a young adult chakra series 
based on each chakra. And I'm like, so I started vigorously like scribbling on a notepad, like writing, 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 writing. And I had the, I got that I got what the book was supposed to be about, especially the first one. So the first book is called Mount Shasta, the city of Telos. And then the second book is Machu Picchu, um, the birthplace of creativity Mm -hmm. in the series and then so on. So I, Mm -hmm. I was, I had the book written, but I didn't have the location. Mm -hmm. Like I couldn't get the location, right. They all start in New Hampshire. That's where I'm from, but then they go somewhere and I couldn't find that place. And then I was on Aquarian Women's Leadership Society and somebody had posted about earth chakras. And this was Mm -hmm. in 2019. And I was like, earth chakras what's earth chakras so I went down like the rabbit hole and the first book um the first earth chakra location is Mount Shasta California and there's all of these myths and legends about the city of Telos being 12 miles below the mountain and then I was like that's how the book came together is Mm. I knew the location and then So my main character gets these chakra crystals and becomes the sentinel of those stones and has to work with like the Lemurians and a group of teenagers. She comes from, you know, it's like, so it's just this fun adventure, but she's also learning about chakras. I talk about like chakras, crystals, meditations, you know, learning how to calm your mind and find your inner strength. And so that's really what the stories are about is you empowering. I'm hoping to empower my readers. Mm-hmm. They'll go, they'll research these topics on their own. I'm not going to tell them what to do, but if it sparks an interest, I'm hoping that they can find things that will empower them. That's so great. And I love how it's just completely opposite than going to business school and getting a master's in accounting. I know and the saga of being a woman (laughs) and a Gemini like right like on the two sides I'm like this conservative you know normal people and then people are like what are you writing about what who are you like yeah this is my other side (laughs) and then the yeah I'm sorry to interrupt you but the funny thing is is these crystals at the same time I was trying to teach my kids were little and I was trying to teach them gratitude. Right. And so I was like, I'm going to teach my kids gratitude and I'm going to have them write, you know, their thing, their gratitude list. And it was like homework for them. Like they were like, oh, like I'm grateful for my pen. I'm grateful for air. (laughs) Like they just (laughs) really didn't get it. And I was like, I need to help them learn how to be like, it's a practice to be grateful. Like it's not it's, you know, so I was trying to figure it out and I came up with this, I was like, oh, I should create a gratitude journal. And then I was like, well, that's just blank pages with write three things down that you're grateful for. And then I was like, oh, I should come up with prompts. So I created this book and it has prompts in it on how to be grateful, but then it also has things like um, turning around your negative thoughts. It's a lot of law of attraction for younger mm-hmm. kids in here mm-hmm. and how to like, you know, deal with embarrassing moments and really kind of, you know, goal gardens and finding your own place. And it's got mm-hmm. quote notes where they can cut out 
quotes and keep them in their pocket or give it to a friend. So it's a super cute book. I love it so much, but it's, it really, and it's got the mindfulness meditation in here. Mm-hmm. Um, so just, it was for younger kids to kind of teach them that self, once again, self-empowerment, do you know what I mean? Right. Which feel yeah. like our kids just get bombarded with so much negativity yeah. that it's hard to find that. Yeah. And I love how you're, you are just kind of organically focusing on that group of an audience, you know, that young adult group, being a mother and finding different creative ways to teach your children, like some of these practices of being intuitive and knowing your creativity and listening to the energy in the room and all these things that are, you know, taught at in terms right now, like you can, like I got my MBA, but you can get your MBA in mindfulness training right now. And they're completely, you know, starting to teach that, you know, at a lot of the, you know, at Stanford and Wharton and Harvard, like all these ways to like, understand you know about emotional intelligence and you understand about human behavior and you understand how the mind works and, you know, negative thoughts and positive thoughts and all that kind of stuff. But I love how you have made this into a way for young adults and tweens to kind of organically through learning a great reading a great story they can learn these qualities and I see this now with the young adult fiction too because you know I wasn't into I'm reading Sarah Mass's trilogy whatever books I don't know if you're familiar with her but um, uh, uh, she wrote um, she has like four different um, series going right now a court a court of thorns and roses is the series oh, I'm yes. reading right yeah. now right. Yeah. so I'm trying to like get through that book and I tried to do it with my daughter as a book club kind of idea but I think of like the amount of people that are reading this her series and right. um it's it's like hundreds of thousands of people and mothers are reading it because they're teenage daughters are reading it and then the millennials are reading it because so now she's like broken the generational gap which is absolutely fascinating to me and as a woman writer I think like you said it's important for us all to use our voice in some way and somehow and if we feel like there's a book that's waiting to be born within us that we should absolutely do what we can to make it happen I'm trying to give myself the speech (laughs) so (laughs) <laughs> so tell us a little bit of some of your practices that you did to start um, now that you got inspired by the Andaras, which is absolutely awesome. And I'm sure everybody listening to this will be like, oh, yeah, I could tell you tons of stories about how crystals talk to me. Absolutely. But after that inspiration, like right. what was your next step? So what I did is I started you know, I had been writing both books basically at the same time. And I didn't know how to get published. I had no idea because I wasn't in the writing community. So I went to Hay House, a Hay House writers workshop. And because I was like, I don't know what to do. So I flew to Chicago for this Hay House writers workshop. And they're trying to sell a lot of their ghost writing and their editing services. And, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're selling too, but they really do did break down for me the steps that I needed to take. So it was like, this is what you do for a nonfiction book, which was my journal that I had going mm-hmm. And then this is what you do if you want to get published for fiction. And so Mm -hmm. 
basically I followed their process. So I started with, they had a contest going. So part of going to this Hay House thing is like, if you submit by the, I think you had three months, Mm -hmm. if you submitted, you could potentially win a book contest. Well, that got the Mm -hmm. fire under me to at least try to do something. Right. So I, I knew I, my fictional book. So a fictional book has to be completely done and edited before you even start sending it out to publishers and agents. A nonfiction book has to have two to three sample chapters, solid sample chapters, but, you know, really solid sample chapters. And then this thing called a submission, which I have a free, like I told you, I'm like, go to my website. I broke it all down for everybody. This is what you do for nonfiction. This is what you do for fiction. And this is how Mm -hmm. you apply to get published. So um, anyway, so I had the this journal going. And I was like, I'm going to do the journal first. Mm-hmm. So I hired a graphic designer to help me just design because I had it all scribbled out and I knew exactly what was in the whole book, but I'm not a graphic designer. So I hired a graphic designer to do two and a, she did about two and a half chapters. Mm-hmm. And then I had to write a submission, which basically tells you, tells them, who you are, why would anybody want to read your book? What are comparable books to this, to yours? And why is yours something we want to publish? Will it sell? Like, so basically they want to know the marketing and why you think you can, Mm -hmm. first of all, talk about a book and sell a book. Mm -hmm. And so I did that. I created the submission, which was like writing another book. And then (laughs) I, I had a goal. I didn't, Like I said, I just wanted to be a published author. I wasn't really like, I need an agent. I need this. And I need, I was just like, I want, it was a goal. It was like, I want to be a published author. So I, you can, you can actually submit directly to certain publishers. If you go on their website and you look at their submissions, you can go on and find the ones that will take submissions without an agent. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did is I went to Barnes and Noble. I went to bookstores. I found other journals and I looked at their publishers, looked them up online and said, oh, they'll take my submission. And I would I committed from April to June of 2019. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to send two to three submissions out a week. Mm-hmm. And so for about three months, I sent two to three submissions out every mm-hmm. week. And by September, I had an offer from a mid-sized publisher. Wow. Um, so really like it did not take me a lot of time to get this mm-hmm. published. And the woman that I was working with, her name was Diane from Dover Publishing. Mm-hmm. She had 40 years of experience and she walked me through every, like we went through page. It was like an education. It was like yeah. an education in writing. And we went through every line she took. She was like, but she really listened to me. She was awesome. Mm. And they loved my graphic designer, who was just somebody in my town that I found through, um, book club, my book club, she had mentioned she was a graphic designer. And I'm like, Oh, will you help me do this? And I paid her, of course, but they hired her to finish the book. So I called it. 
Yeah. So it's the two of us, you know, she did the graphic design, all the ideas were mine. And um, mm -hmm. it was just, it was a great, great experience. Yeah. So the journal came out in January of 2020. Mm -hmm. And then I was supposed to have like book signings at Barnes and Noble and some local bookstores, right. March of 2020. So yeah, all of it went, all of my like, book signings and in-person events that I was supposed to have. Like I was supposed to go to yoga studios and teach kids how to use the book. I had all of this yeah. stuff set up and it just tanked from, you know, COVID. Yeah. COVID. But that was like Dover's a mid-sized publisher. So they're selling, like they sold the book. Like it was okay. awesome. And yeah. I, I did get a publishing contract for this, um, the fictional book in, it was the month that Guru Jagat died. So Guru mm. Jagat died August 2nd. I got the publishing contract or an offer at the end of August of that year. Mm. And um, the publisher was a very small publisher. And, you know, my biggest concern was like, how are you going to sell the book? Like, I know you can create a book, but how are you going to sell it? And they're I think we had a misunderstanding. Do you know what I mean? They're like, oh, we're mm -hmm. going to be collaborative. We're going to do all this stuff. But it's, there's only so much they can do, you know, right. and so many dollars they have. And so I luckily Authors Guild will look over for anybody who gets a publishing contract. You can go to Authors Guild, sign up for their um, membership. And mm -hmm. I think it's like $150 a year. And they have lawyers that look over your contracts. So you can't sign up until you have an official contract. So I did okay. that with Dover. And then when I got the second contract, I had them look it over. And they're like, you, they, the publisher was going to keep the rights basically forever. And mm -hmm. Authors Guild advised me and they said, no, Christine, they have to have you. They have to be selling your book. They can't just keep your rights forever. They have to sell a certain amount or else basically it means they're not selling your book. They don't have the right to keep your your rights. Right. So um, after a year, that number wasn't hit. So I was able to get my rights back. But I had written the second book in the series and I realized there's some things I wanted to add to the first book. So sure. I'm, I've already added 13,000 words. Like I'm really building that world of Telos inside of that mountain. And I went to go, I went to Mount Shasta at the beginning of September so I could get mm -hmm. more information on how to really describe Mount Shasta. I was supposed to go, I wanted to go with Guru Jagat. Yeah. It was like last, I remember. you know, yeah. and I didn't go because I was being mm. conservative and it was, I was signed up. At, I was going to sign up at the last minute and all the spots were taken. Mm. So I did get to go to Mount Shasta, which was mm -hmm. incredible. And, mm -hmm. um, and now, so I'm, I'm just adding to this book in a different way. I feel like mm -hmm. it needed more. Once you write the second book, you can kind of see where, oh, I needed to add this, even though my book had great reviews, it did have really, yeah. really good reviews. But as an author, you can see where, oh, I can add this and make it even better. And right. so I'm really excited about that. So that's what I'm working on. Well, congratulations on that, because that's really important, I think, to be able to 
go back and redo the work and do it how you want to do it. And there's a couple of things that I heard you say and in there is, you know, I mean, after you're inspired by what you're going to write is um, like you had a couple of support groups that were like viable, like really important for you in terms of um, like the book club that helped you to find the graphic designer. And then you were, you know, doing, can you talk about that a little bit more? Like, what do you think are some of the things that maybe some young authors really need to kind of know that they absolutely need this in order to succeed at publishing or even just getting started? Right. I truly believe that having supportive people around you. I think you keep your dream quiet because there's so many naysayers around you. Oh yeah, you're writing a book. Yeah. Everybody's writing a book, right? They give that sarcastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Mm -hmm. you really, I feel like you need to protect your dream and trust in people that really want to support you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to create a community like that. I'm in the process of doing that because I feel like it's so important. We get so much negative feedback constantly mm-hmm. that I feel like keep your dream to yourself. Trust it with people who really, really want to support you. Now, that doesn't mean that they're not going to give you constructive criticism. You need people that are going to say, this doesn't make sense or you're missing chunks <laughs> yeah. of information here but they can say it in a way that doesn't make you feel like you're a horrible writer and you know right right yeah the support you need constructive criticism you need people that are editing your work and being honest and giving you the real truth Mm -hmm. but you also need them to have some kind of support in them that knows you're gonna make it I'm just helping you make it That's what, you know, that's what we need as women and writers. It's like, you've got this idea. It's awesome. Let's make it better. So when I get edits from my editor, I'm like, great. Even though sometimes you're like, oh my God, you know, it's it's making your work better. And so you need to find the people that are going to give you the real information, but give, especially when you're a new author, as you get tougher, like, uh, you know, more experience, you can handle Mm -hmm. more. Um, But at the beginning, you need to be gentle with yourself. And my biggest thing that I tell all writers, whether it's nonfiction or fiction, get your ideas out. Don't criticize your writing. Don't criticize your writing style. Don't try to edit the commas and periods just get the ideas out because you yeah. can if you can always go back and edit and make it pretty and perfect and you know but sure. if you can't if you're so hung up on every comma and period and whether this sentence is as beautiful as you want it to be you're never going to get just yeah. the idea so yeah. it's like use your creativity get the work out and then go back and edit. It is the most, mm-hmm. in my opinion, that is the most important thing. Yeah. So great tips on just to do, I, I sometimes call it like my, my conscious dump, you know, like just yes. like, brrr, yeah. like just get it all out. And then, then you can go back and, and revisit it and relook at it with fresh eyes, like give it some time and definitely come back to it. And I know on your website, which is your name, christineboucher.com 
Um, There are tips as well as links to resources for people. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yes. So uh, right now I have a link that you can just get a free download of how to um, get published, how, uh, you know, how to get published nonfiction versus fiction. It's just a one sheet breakdown of what you need to do step by step. And it's just free. It's just what I did to get published because I've been published nonfiction and fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, and it talks about Authors Guild in there, getting, if you get a contract, getting it looked over to protect yourself and protect your work because you give everything to this work that is like, you don't even, sometimes you don't even know why you're writing. And you're like, <laughs> you know, it's like but it's so much of your personal self in there, you need to protect yourself. So you have to have the business side of the work too, and not get too excited about a, some people get contracts and it's like with an agent and then it just sits for years. Do you know what I mean? And it's heartbreaking. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. so it's like, you know, make sure you're protected, but I, that's one link. Another link is I just have like a free chakra cheat sheet because I talk mm-hmm. about the chakras all the time and it's in all right. my books. And then um, the third, which is not uh, like I'm, I'm uploading all of this now, but is I give talks at high schools and I've given talks at our libraries and I do writer's tips, like how to get over some writer's block, how to, um, you know, motivate yourself when you're unmotivated, because we all get that spot where we're like, you get anxious. So you avoid doing the work. Right. So it's like, um, this is a Guru Jagat tip, but it's an awesome Mm -hmm. one. Set your timer for seven minutes and just tell yourself, I just have to write for seven minutes Mm -hmm. and you will find, and even if you don't want to write, Maya Angelou said it all the time, she would sit at her notepad. And Mm -hmm. if she didn't know what to write, she would write, I don't know what to write. I don't know what to write. And then the muse comes. So Mm -hmm. it's like, that seven minute timer or just, you know, putting a timer and just saying, give yourself the break and say, if all I can do is seven minutes, it's a move Mm -hmm. forward. Mm -hmm. And you get into that rhythm and you start writing and then that seven minutes turns into another seven minutes and so on. And, and not always, but most of the time it does. Mm -hmm. And I know, and you're a busy woman too, because you've got like three children <laughs> so it's not like you know we're just sitting around and have nothing else to do like you're very very busy and so I think it is possible for people out there who are listening to this and maybe you know have like an inkling that they have a book that's within them and as so many people that I've met they will say right off the bat like I know I meant to write a book I just don't know what it's about and right. I love that it was the Andara crystals for you that activated you <laughs> this way and kind of determined you know which what your what kind of fiction you were going to write and who it was going to be for and then you've got to do research and go to Shasta and it's taking you on such an amazing journey which you know a lot of that to me is this pure like magic in ways that you know your life takes on a new vibration or new conscious reality right and that the interesting thing is like uh, you know it's like uh, that logical part is like, oh yeah, these crystals changed my life. Yeah. Right. But I'm like, they actually did turn my direction 
in my mm-hmm. whole life. And I was writing with younger, my kids are a little older now, so it is getting a little yeah. easier. I'm not going to lie, like yeah. 22, 20 and 17. So my daughter's a senior in high school. My son, my middle son is in college, but he's home. The summers are tougher for me because the kids are yeah. home. My oldest son just moved out and got his first real job. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, but I was writing these when my kids were young because I started in 2012. So even uh, there's a quote, it's like one step forward is one step forward. Like it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter how big that step is. If it takes you 10 years, it's better than looking back 10 years ago and saying, I should have started it then. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, just start. I I truly believe it's like, start. You never know where, where it will mm-hmm. take you. And that's mm-hmm. truly, I'm a, you know, I'm evidence of that because I never thought I'd be writing a book about chakras and crystals and YA right. fantasy. And, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't know what I was going to write about, but that's, that's and where that's I'm what, at. That's- that's where you're at, which is so great, you know, and we need it, which is, which is even better, you know, like we need that kind of um, fictional, I mean, it's something that I wish I would have read when I was a teenager, like, wow, to have somebody write about something that I was already curious about, but you know, there was no material out there. I mean, I right. think I remember, you know, reading a lot of um cartoons that were kind of mystical or esoteric and then really didn't get into like adult fiction or young adult fiction you know can of the clave bears and um some of the old greats you know the myths of avalon and you know any of those kind of like kind of historical but also kind of extremely mystical um ways of just like fantasy um and it would be so great to have your series available. So I'm really grateful for you to listen to those Andaras and for you to have your first just, book of many more that are coming. I mean, your second one's already, wow, that's a beautiful one. I know you guys who are listening can't see this, but she's showing me some of the Andaras. So that online. one, I got it. I got a new Andara when I was in Mount Shasta, California. And I went into the shop and I was like, with my friend, I'm like, I'm not buying another crystal. I have so many crystals. (laughs) Like I have now gone like crystal crazy. So I'm like, I'm not buying another crystal, blah, blah, blah. So we go into the store and we're in there for a while. And I'm just like, I bought a shirt Mm -hmm. and my friend's looking at crystals. And I was in the case where she has like jewelry. And I was like, oh, can I see that ring? And I literally did not see this crystal. Mm Mm-hmm. It was in a, and I was like, it was right near where I was looking. My friend checked out, I checked out. And then all of a sudden I'm like, what is that? And I, (laughs) (laughs) so here I am with another one. Oh, for the love of crystals. Yeah. I should here, hold on one second as we're, as, as, and if any of you are listening and you know, you have a, a definite love for crystals as well take some time to recognize like how powerful they are because they inspired a whole book series in this in Christine's world and they've done that for me too and I recently was able to get this oh it's all druzy yes huge crystal at a flea market it's beautiful crystal and I wish you guys could see it but um I keep it near me I'll post a picture on my social media. Yeah. (laughs) I'll do the same. Um, 
but thank you for put, giving all these tips for people. And I will put this in the episode links so that you guys can, you know, learn more about um, what it takes to just be an author or if you're curious about it and going to her website, which is christineboucher.com. And I'm going to spell it out at C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E-B-O-U-C-H-E-R. Dot com. You can also follow her on Instagram. It's her name as well, but it's Christine Boucher author and as well as TikTok, which is Christine Boucher author. Um, and you can find lots of tips on there as well as just maybe hopefully she's going to be putting together a support group for writers and authors and up and coming writers and authors. And just if you're just even curious, you know, connect with her and learn about her story as, you know, through this podcast, but also like what's possible out there, you know, and it can be at any age, you know, I was just mentioning to her, like my mom is writing her autobiography and she's 81, you know, and she's still writing. Um, So you can, if you're in your teens, all the way up until the very end of your life, you can still write. And there's still going to be someone out there who's going to love what you've written. So what are some, what are your last maybe words that you'd like to share or anything in particular to the audience? I agree. Like if you want to reach out, DM me, I've um, given lots of consulting advice to other authors, but um, uh, my biggest thing is, is I really do hope that the people that hear this, that want to write books, that they find their their group and their people, and that they move forward. And even though I had to get my rights back from my book and I'm kind, I'm not like, and I'm, you're never starting over because you learn so much through this process. I am excited about it that I'm, you know, I have this chance and it's like, so it's like you, you hit pitfalls, you hit road bumps, but it's really important that your work gets out there and that, you know, consistency and just dedication. And sometimes it's like, you, sometimes you have to put it away for a few months, but just know that you'll come back to it. I did that through my 10 years of writing this book. It was like, I'd write and write and write and write and write. And then I had to stop because there was, you know, a mix up at home or there's just stressful times. It right. happens to everybody, but you can just keep coming back to it and mm-hmm. you will get there. I do believe you'll get there if you just keep going, mm-hmm. keep up, right? Keep up. <laughs> keep yeah. up. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. And thank it's you always for an having honor. Me. And I love seeing you and you look great and beautiful. And I hope all of you, you will follow Christine and connect with her and I hope you all enjoyed this podcast. Um, I think we're going to title it The Author's Journey. I really like that. I love that too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then it's settled. (laughs) And good luck to you on writing again. You're going to rewrite that the the book and then the next one is going to come out. And so we look forward to finding where we can find your work, which I think you can still get your um, Express Yourself Joyful Journaling um, through Amazon, right? Right. And Barnes and Noble, that one's, you know, basically any bookseller uh, online. And then the second book or the, I've already added 13,000 words to that first Mm -hmm. book in the series, Mount Shasta, the city of Telos. And Mm -hmm. I've written the second book. 
So it's just a matter of now that I'm rewriting the first book, getting that one out there and getting the second one probably with some updates from the changes in the first book. Oh my God, we so are excited. So I am, please keep I'm going so and let us know when that gets published. I will. Thank you so much. I thank really you. appreciate it. Oh, we appreciate you. Really appreciate you. And thank you for doing the work and for being there for all of us to enjoy like the fiction that you've created for us and the world that you've created for us through your words. We really appreciate it. It's so fun. Okay. Thanks so much for joining us on the Golden Thread Podcast. Stay tuned for more episodes. Like, follow, and share. Have a beautiful day.